On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about a new and improved university club. Main Street Districts, do we need one in Paramore? And we're going to tell you where to get free food. Where? Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the food truck that ran out of chicken, Brendan O'Connor. <laughs> it's because we're sitting next to a food truck. I, I know. Think. It's like it's always a game of Simon Spies. Or what is it? I Spy? You just look around <laughs> and be like, what inspires me to say something crazy? <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Yeah. So we are here at Ivanhoe Park Brewing. Company. Is that the official name? Yep. Yeah, we're here in Ivanhoe. We we had a little miscommunication today. We we're gonna be at one spot. Brendan went went Brendan went one place. I went the other place. The miscommunication, John, was, was that on you my part. Didn't listen. I didn't listen. Which means that there isn't. It wasn't miscommunicated. You just misheard. I is misheard. what happened, and yeah. I'm mad. So then we were gonna go another place, and they were too loud, and so we're here at Ivanhoe. Not not to say that Ivanhoe is a bad spot. We just we uh, this was our but third it was choice our second today. The third choice. We're at the third choice. We can always come to Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company. We know they'll be nice to us. But I'm having a delicious IPA. You're having a bungalow beer. Bungalow wheat beer. It's not the bungalow-er shandy where a dollar of every pour goes to a special secret project we're working on. It's rather you're, you're, the bungalow You're paying your mortgage, paying your rent. <laughs> Is that your secret project? No, actually, and it's coming to fruition. It's this really super special 3D mural project that's going to be in Mills 50, and I'm really excited. Oh, how convenient. It's in your own neighborhood. And I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here at Ivanhoe Park Brewing. We're having a good time. This is Bungalow on the Bus, and we talk about all things Orlando, specifically around downtown Orlando. Downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Such as Ivanhoe and Mills 50 and College mm-hmm. Park and Soto and all the great places around downtown. Yeah. Listen and if up, you've we'll missed tell you any about of it. our episodes, you can go to Google, you can go to iTunes, or you can just read it all on bungalower.com. Yeah, if you don't like me talking, you don't like my gay voice, <laughs> what <laughs> go makes read your voice it. gay? Uh, my sibilant S's. <laughs> How come they make the word sibilant so hard for people to say if they have sibilant S's? I'm not even going to try. Sibilant. <laughs> so, Brendan, I say this so every John, week, what's happening? I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I just toured at this time. The time this airs, I will have toured the un, the new University Club. Ooh, and the Modera fancy. Central. I'm did you ever excited. go before we get to your tour? Did you ever go to the old University Club? How was that? I did. Did you? I I have a I have a story about it. I do too. All right, you want to tell your I, story? No, you go first. So I'll give you the quick <laughs> version. Okay. Uh, I had a friend in town who was from England at the time. And Should we say what it is first? So the University Club is a private club. Uh, they're moving to a new, fancy, updated, great spot. It's like a business association yes. slash like members-only club. Uh, at Central and Roslyn. Roslyn, that's right. Yeah. And so uh, it, it used to be in this sort of old... Kind of, it looked like a golf course clubhouse <laughs> inside. It looked on the outside just dumpy. Yeah, like a dumpy mid-century block inside, of a building. Inside, it wasn't much better. I completely disagree. Really? So, so we must have seen different parts of it. Completely disagree. You go ahead. With Mine what felt like it was a clubhouse with green carpeting and wood paneling everywhere. <laughs> okay. That's what I remember. So, I had a friend in town. 
and we were invited over there and he was from Europe and I or England and I had two other friends with me and we went to this like so many boxing friends. match or something like that and it was really just a bunch of guys like I don't even think women were members were they or if they there was were a boxing match in the university out in the back okay in, in a tent so by the time we get there they're pretty drunk we're drinking with them but my English friend can drink them all under the oh, table yeah. he's just pounding beers and they were, uh, let's just say, not the crowd I wanted to hang out with. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, we left uh, never wanting to return. <laughs> we had completely different experiences. Okay. So at this point, I like just I was still at Orlando Weekly. Speakeasies were just starting to open up. But I thought, you know, like uh, the courtesy or what's the one uh, that I love? Hanson's Shoe Repair. I just thought that was so cool. Keyword access. This guy who used to date my friend. Super Republican, you know, we we're opposite ends of the spectrum, but he decided he wanted me to be his liberal friend. Like he needed to collect me to be his liberal, gay, fabulous friend because he never had one before. I, I'm like, I like how you He's added fabulous. In checked there. all you my didn't boxes. Have to, but. well, but you know, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he was like, "We're gonna go hang out, and I'm gonna take you to the university club, and you're gonna love it." And I knew just from walking by that, you, like, it literally is a speakeasy because he had to punch a key number and. Before you could get in. So I show up. I didn't know what to expect. And I'm wearing short shorts. Like bright pink short shorts. Crazy shoes. And like a denim shirt. Like I was looking gay. Like my <laughs> legs were out. I didn't. <laughs> I was hot, like taking no prisoners. Just because I didn't think about it. And the guy looks me up and down. Punches in the code. And then looks at me again. And he goes, Brendan, don't take this wrong. I just need you to not act so gay (laughs) (laughs) it was the first time we had ever hung out and i just thought like how can i not be offended by that like (laughs) what what can you ever say that to anybody but i was like i don't care let's just go in here i want to see this thing let's do it and we walked in and john i felt like i was walking into republican narnia yeah that's about right that sounds like an accurate description lacquered wood for as far as the eye could see was it not dumpy no i loved it i thought shiny wood cool little bar with this little guy dressed up polishing glasses off to the right there was like this group of what turned out to be judges like old senior judges and retired judges all drinking from styrofoam cups because as they left they take these styrofoam cups full of beer with them in their cars it was like old school didn't give yeah about like anything they were so fun and they were very nice to me i had a great time i was invited back multiple times uh i like that everybody in there was just like old school florida i just read uh a story about about sandy dan who'd like developed dubs dread golf course and built all those buildings around and there was a guy who like knew him so i just the whole thing i just thought it was so fun i was way out of my comfort zone and uh and i'll just always remember how nice they were they they knew I didn't belong, but they were just very welcoming. So they knocked that building down. <laughs> <laughs> they, did. they did. Yeah, they did. So they can build a new uh, high-rise, really. One of the prettiest high-rises we've had built in a long True. time. So I think now, it looks great. But I think part of the deal was we knock your building down, but we'll rebuild your club. Right. And so they haven't been in business for like three, four years. It's taken a while. Yeah, it's taken a least. long time. And so now they're reopening. 
and I'm getting a tour. It hasn't happened yet. By the time this airs, I will have done it. It's it's Friday. So hopefully I might, depending on the cell connection, we might do a a Facebook Live. You should. I'm at least going to get a bunch of photos for social, so definitely check our socials by the time this airs. It creates interesting... uh, What's going to happen between the University Club and the Citrus Club? Because for a long time, the Citrus Club had competition. And then when the University Club closed, they really didn't. If that's your thing, being part of a private club. And now they're going to have competition. So is the Citrus Club going to lose members? Is Is it a different... John, a lot of the people, University Club members, are using the Citrus Club facilities right now. Uh-huh. So I, I would assume, yeah. Full disclosure, I was a Citrus Club member for a while. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was. Yeah. I know you were. Eh, it was all right. I'm not I'm ever allowed in there. I'm for it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, I, I would go up there for a beer here and there, but it really wasn't great. I mean, for me, it wasn't it wasn't. I showed up for it. an event there that I was invited to, and I was wearing a ball cap nope. and jeans. Nope, kick him out. And rather than making me take the hat off, they made me walk through the back like servants and should have. To get to this like room where the event was having, I, I will always remember that. I I never had felt like a second class citizen until, well, not go. never, <laughs> rarely, and that's one of the instances that I can remember where I felt bad about myself being <laughs> ushered through past dirty dishes and <laughs> like you know. Whereas everybody else who went up in the elevator with me were welcome. We're dressed with open like arms. adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But if it's so, like a private event so in a the rental. So the University cares. Club is opening soon. <laughs> wow. Is this going to be one of the... Is this a foot in the mouth moment? Is this a foot in the mouth? No, What's our producer no, say? Are we, I don't think is so. this foot in the mouth? I'm doing great. I don't Thanks, think buddy. so. <laughs> Tamale & Co. is finally opening in the Hourglass Social Space. Good. Hourglass Social is that add-on to the Foxtail Space in Hourglass District. Is this just like a way for like a million restaurants to open in one spot? Yeah, it's like the new thing, right? Really? Like, like food hall concepts. Share the rent. Share the load. Yeah, Samwise Gamgee, your uh-huh. retail space. Uh, thank you for getting that. I, I got the Lord of the Rings reference. Tamale & Co. is the last piece of that social house pie. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do. It's going to be all the same offerings as their food truck. And more. Do they only have one food truck? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Does anybody have multiple food trucks? Uh, Korean barbecue house. They have, they have yeah. more than one. Um, bit the treehouse truck people have like another truck. I think it's ice cream and desserts, but not a, two of the same. I don't know. Korean. The Korean barbecue is the one that comes Speaking to mind. Speaking of food trucks, they're gonna. Uh, they approve that that measure with the downtown food trucks. Yeah, we talked about that. Being on the bill. Yes. Um, but they actually approved it. Right. So now they can have food trucks downtown and in certain locations. Three locations. Do you remember the locations? Uh, what is it? Sperry. Quizzing me? Yeah. <laughs> One of them's by the Gertrude's Walk. Uh-huh. At Washington and Gertrude's Walk. One of them's probably by the... By Tin and Taco there. Yeah. I, I don't know the other two. And they're going to have a pop-up restroom because that's what we got off on a tangent last time because we were talking about restrooms and the lack of them downtown. We're basically telling people to just pee wherever they want when they get out of the bars at night. Go for it. No restrooms? We don't care. <laughs> you can go before the bar closes. <laughs> but you might not have to go at that point. <laughs> You're too busy slamming that last drink. Uh, but there's there's a few locations downtown. Sperry Fountain yes. is the second one. So that's the it's a fake fountain. 
The fountain in Lake Eola. It's the, the real one. ones in the cemetery. Yeah, it is. And John Price has the forms for it. So if you need to, like, make a new fountain, you could. Ah. You could just pour cement in it and make a whole other one. So how many how many trucks? I don't know if you know the answer to this, Brendan. Let's how many see. trucks can actually park? More than more than one, I assume. Three at Sperry Fountain. Three at the Heritage Square, which we didn't say just now, which is where uh, History Center and the okayest bar is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think two... Two at the other spot. Gertrude's Walk All right, in Washington. So, you know, and I hear eight. it's come as you are, like, or first come, first serve. So that's what, so that, this is Nobody's what I don't get. Them. So this is all supposed to happen. I think May 3rd was the day they could start doing it. Sometime in May, a few more weeks. This is what I didn't understand. And, and I didn't read everything about it. So first of all, it was $2 <laughs> an hour. Okay. Which I thought was really low. For a permit. Yeah, I thought that was low. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, I feel like you could charge those folks a little bit you're more. Renting, you're renting the parking space. I know. And I just thought that could be a little bit higher. But the other side of that was I was really... Oh, we got a train Sun going train. by. So you got to take a shot right now. Uh, sun rail's going by right now. This is what happens when you record outside. I love it. All right, go. They so can the hear. other side of that was uh, how long can they stay there? All night till three. So that means, you, I mean, but, but then what time do you get there? And is there like a rush on those spots? There's going to be a rush because it's first co- it's first come, first serve. So I, I don't see how that's sustainable. I don't either. And they're going to see that that's an issue. That's why it's a pilot project. They're okay. testing it out. Uh, I think they need to be contracting this out to well, a like food a- truck business like Tasty Tuesdays. People yes. who do it in milk to start professionals who have a fleet of like curated food trucks, not just someone who happens to roll. Because if I up. had a truck, obviously you're going to get business if you're downtown yeah. at Friday at 2 a.m. I get it. And so, like, do you just like camp out there all day? And yeah. Just, I mean, and pay for it all day? That's just, I don't think so. Fine, no, you can't, though. You can't. Hour. You can't camp out all day. You can all, it's for certain times of the day. And I and I cannot remember. We did write about it. So if you want, just type food trucks so into Bangalore. Certain times a day. So all right, let's say it opens at six. We'll just say, for example, do at, does every food truck just go? All right, we're gonna wait here at five thirty or whatever. It's a slow day. And at six o'clock, boom, we're there. Yeah, they're gonna fight. I just don't that. Once again, maybe maybe I haven't read all the rules with it, but I would say there has to be some sort of system there. Like you can't just do that. Because uh, I would, if I was, if I was any truck, I would want to be there on a Friday at at. City doesn't. The city doesn't care, right? I Why don't know about that, but I just feel like they're uh, they're going to have some growing pains if that's the system. No, they should be doing it, and even if it's not through them, then maybe it's like the downtown arts district or the, uh, uh, like make that. Who who else? The downtown development partnership, or it's just like a, I don't want to say a lottery, or it's just the system. All right, this week you get this second this, sunrail. Yeah, this truck, just as a new beard shows up. This thanks, week producer. you get this spot. This week you get it. This week you get it. Like it's you need somebody to, to do that. System. You can have somebody who's charging the food truck fifty bucks a pop to stay there at night. Hey. hey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and using it as a fundraiser, you know. Totally. What's totally. the what's the nonprofit arm of uh, Downtown Orlando Partnership that just launched? It means oh, I don't even something know. in Greek. DTO. And that's for our that's for our producer to look up the name of the nonprofit that DOP just launched. So I wait, can't I, I, but Avrio? I do want to say, Brendan, it's a real. I do want to say, like, I'm happy they're doing this. I'm not against it at all. I just, I just, I'm curious how they're going to make it work. Breaking news: John Busser against food truck. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. That's all they need. They just need a. 
They need a curator. Yes. And, and, and I get it. Everybody's going to want to have a shot at it, too. Like, you've you got to have a rotating group of trucks out there. You can't just have the same thing every week. Correct. Yeah. All right. You had a lot of feelings on How are we doing? We're good. All right. Riders Block, the bookstore, is moving. 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 Better spot, of, though, it looks like. Yeah, they won't say where because apparently the people they're moving into their space they haven't told their staff yet oh i know <laughs> on park avenue i bet it's the christian bookstore it's on no they probably have a lot of funding you think they're being moved out it's, a, it's pretty expensive really you know yeah and they're gonna add a but it's uh, on park avenue they're moving on to park avenue they are they said it's gonna be a 1300 square foot space with Coffee and wine, like a coffee and wine bar. It's one of the few, if not the only, independent bookstore in Central Florida. There's not very many. If there, there might be one in Mount Dora. There might be one in. You know what? Kind of one in San. There's one in Sanford. I just had a fake news moment. Thirteen hundred uh, square feet is for the Tamale and Co. Ah, uh, not for the okay. bookstore. Bigger or smaller? At smaller than that. smaller. Yeah. All right, but they'll still have a covered patio. And whatnot. They're they're a great bookstore there. It's a, it's right off of Park Avenue right now, but they're moving on to Park Avenue, yes. which is great. But Excellent. as I was saying, there's not many independent bookstores. There's there's one in Sanford. Well, there's there's an indie one. Indie bookstore day is coming up, and they're like the only one. They're the only one. We also there's Brandywine Books also in Winter Park, and it's secondhand books. Okay, like down one of those alleyway alcove yes. things. Yeah, uh, there's one in Sanford. Sanford. Uh, I, you know, you would argue that the library has a bookstore, but it's yeah, not independent because it's, cause same, it's right. All right. I don't know. Brightline Books, which I don't know where that's at off the top of my head. Brightline? Oh, I know where that is. All right. That's in, like, Castleberry area. But there's not a lot in, right. like, downtowns. <laughs> Thanks, producer. So <laughs> kudos to them. They must be doing well if they're going to be moving. Yeah. She just she does a lot of uh, events. I was part of their event promoting my book, The 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before Sell You Die. I sold a good amount. People yeah. showed up. How many yeah, people were oh, there? There was probably 35, 40 people there. She does a thing every uh, – they do a thing every month where they bring somebody over to um, Quantum Leap, and they do a book talk. But most of their authors are like real authors, <laughs> not ones that write 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die. Eh, a little real author. I'm not a novelist. But they get people from all over the country that come there to do book talks, and somehow she wanted me there. So turned out good, though. So humble, John. Yeah. Uh, the zombie house hunters are having problems finding houses to flip. I saw that. That was in the Sentinel. It was. Yeah. And we're How friends. Come they're having trouble. I'm buddies with uh, Justin Stamper. He's like the host. Also very sexy. Justin Stamper. Love that man. And he always walks his dog without a leash through Mills 50. What's that about? I will say, I was in Germany and nobody walks their dogs with leashes there. There was a guy, I literally can remember this one guy. We were on like the busiest street in Berlin. Four dogs right behind him. When he stopped, they stopped. When he crossed, they Are crossed. they just training their dogs better? Like I what? think they just know. Like they just, They're never on leashes and they know when their owner stops, it's time for them but to like, stop. That's not fair. I think it's a better dog. It's like Bernie wouldn't know. do that. If Bernie was off leash, he'd be like, ah, well, they learn quickly. I eat think babies. <laughs> Apparently, they learn quickly in Germany. But anyway, apparently, they're having problems finding houses flip because there's just not as many. 
especially the ones that you can make money off of. I, I, I believe that. I mean, as houses get more expensive mm-hmm. and, and people have, I'm sure the, the housing market has leveled a little bit. People aren't selling their houses for fifty thousand dollars, and then you can turn them into one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I guess the return used to be like eighty percent when they started. Now it's forty. As a homeowner, that doesn't bother me. That no, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I mean, I'd rather have it that way because the other way you have all these these glut of houses where people are flipping them and more power to them. But I'd rather have a stable market where. More houses are, you know, the average or median price. The median price of a house today is 235%, according to my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. All right. $235,000. Yeah. All right. Which, like, not downtown. I'll no, tell you right now, no. it's like be, probably I'd 320 I'd be curious if that is Central Florida... Or Orlando or where? Yeah, Central Florida. Yeah, and that could be everything too. It's like Metro Orlando, which is Central Florida. I don't know if that counts like condos and smaller places and (laughs) all that. Uh, She probably knows. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. But we only have like a minute left, so I don't know. Zombie House, love them. I don't know what what show what channel they're on. I can't remember. They're fantastic. Uh, come on back after the break. We're gonna tell no, you some more headlines. No, we got one more. We got a little bit more time. Well, what do you got? What I do you don't got know. for a minute? I got nothing. I got I nothing. Either. You. you got nothing. Uh, I just got a uh, Ford car. You did. You got a loaner for the weekend and going up to Ginny Springs. Oh, you're doing your spring thing. We're gonna start doing little day trips. So follow along on our socials at Orlando Bungalower on Instagram. You'll see where I go and what I'm doing. Are you gonna go to the Devil's Devils? Den. Spring. I'm going to go to called? a field full. There's a field. It's called. I think it's actually called Field of Flowers, which is like in Hampton, uh, Florida. I don't even near know Gainesville. And then I'm going to go city. to uh, Ginny Springs. All right. Show you some cool spots. So follow along with Brendan when he goes. Uh, checks. Come out on. The come on back after the break. We'll tell you where you can get some free Bruno bites Ooh. and free chicken fingers all next week. And Brendan's going to be in a bathing suit uh, at these springs, so you can check that out. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Macaroni cheese, everybody freeze. Upper elementary youth, tweens, and teens can learn to make that classic dish mac and cheese with Cuisine Corner Junior at our South Creek branch on April 27th. Delve into Orlando's rich literary scene with our local Authors Festival at Orlando Public Library on Sunday, April 28th. Local authors from a variety of genres will share their experiences and their books. An evening of coffee, tea, and stories for adults takes place at our Alafaya branch on April 30th. Enjoy unusual and funny tales presented by the library's talented storytellers. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407 435-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Uh, 
Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the finger tap, tap, tapping on your window door. Is that a raven, Edgar Allan Poe? I don't know. I think it evolved into something else. (laughs) (laughs) We are at Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company in the beautiful Ivanhoe District. Yep, and, and I'm uh, full of beer, so look I, out. Who knows what I'm going to say? Beer and a half. How That's are you full of all beers? All I needed. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I've had a beer and a half as well. I'm a little tipsy. Yeah. And uh, we are here hanging out and uh, talking, talking Orlando as we do on Thursday nights, and they appear on Friday nights. And uh, like thank magic. You, thank you for joining us. We're on an episode like 116. This is 116. It's a lot. You Two do pay years. attention. I do. I do. It touches my heart. It's not. Bef- so, Brendan, we... Uh, Before the break, yeah, we were talking about things that you could eat, because I know that's what people want to hear. If they're going to come on back after the break, John, Pizza Bruno. Pizza Bruno. Everybody's favorite pizza place. Everybody in, uh, loves Pizza Bruno. District or Curry Ford West or whatever you want to call it. Why do uh, they call it Curry Ford West? Why don't they just call it the Curry Ford District? <laughs> I feel like you set me up. So no, I can I'm, I'm vent things that. that I you know I have feelings about. Is it because they're going to have a Curry Ford East? No, they just, just call it, they don't want to be associated with Curry Ford East. Yeah, it's too far. Curry no. Ford West. Well, just call it Curry Ford. It nobody's gonna nobody's gonna argue, right? And they also Curry Ford is given some flack to Hourglass District. Oh, I know because it's privately led. We've talked about that, and I'll tell you. Okay. So I don't have to say it again? No, I mean, you've said, like, Hourglass is a brand that they they And they're developed. killing it. Oh, they are. They're doing great. Killing it. Yeah. I think and he's doing everything that a Main Street district should be doing, except not wasting any time on banners. Are you sure it's not the other way around, that the, the, the Hourglass folks didn't want to be with the Curry Ford folks? They launched way before a Main Street was even going to happen there. So then, then, then you couldn't take their name, right? They had to think of another name. Yeah, they had to. And Curry I don't know Ford if they would did. have called it. I just don't think you need it. I don't think you need it. I think uh, there could be a merchants association that works with this guy and just does something. I don't think it needs to be a Main Street yeah, but district. but what if you're not in that part of it, though? Like, what if you're farther down the road? I don't think there needs to be a Main Street district there. Well, so it's says tough. the man who lives in F- Mills 50. What if I lived in Gurry Ford? I might want to be part of a district. I, well, uh, I, I'm i just curious why they add the word West to it. Why not just call it the Curry Ford District? <laughs> I don't know, John. All it's right. just the name of the street. That's, right. That section where they are yeah. is Curry Ford West, and it ends at, like, Semeron or something. Okay. So, like, it's really just from there to the West, and that's it. All right. Anyway, so Bruno, Pizza Bruno. Can I tell you a secret that I heard, too? This is uh, a rumor. Uh, it's, a, it's a Main Street rumor, and I want to know what you think. Okay. Is it true or just the rumor? I, I'm pretty sure it's true. I haven't written about it yet, but I want to just... Let's say this is something I'm hearing down the line. We haven't had a Paramore Main Street District. We've talked about this we have? several times. Oh, okay. The idea that they have... They used to have one, right? And then it the, got taken yeah, away. Daisy Lynham, the mayor, she got rid of it right before Amway was put in, right? And then we haven't had one since. And now there's talk, and this isn't substantiated for sure yet, which is why we haven't written about it, but there's, I know there's at least talk about it, that they're going to bring it back. They should. But it's going to be under Church Street, Main Street. So it'll no, be it Church be Street one. running the Paramore Main Street No, district. it should be a separate one. And they want a portion of downtown. So like Orange Avenue would then also be part of this larger Main Street district, which I think is in direct competition 
to the already existing Downtown Orlando partnership, which is killing it with the aforementioned foundation where we couldn't remember the name. And it's Avrio, which Avrio. is Greek like a or something. I can't or a drug. It sounds like a pharmaceutical drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think about that? I think Paramore should have their own district. And I think I people that either live there or work there or own businesses there should run it. I mean, that, that makes total sense. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't under. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see a way around that. I mean, just let the if they want. Once again, I will go back to what we said last week when you asked me about something about oh Division Street. Right. I think if, if that's what people who live there and have business there, businesses there want, they should they should do it. And they, and they should have, but they should have their own. There's enough businesses in Paramore. It doesn't have to be one. Ones street. that have been around for seventy some years. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be one street, though. I mean, I wouldn't say it was Paramore Street or Church Street or whatever. It could just be the Paramore District. I don't care because there's enough businesses scattered around there. They're not all based on one street. I just for this narrative that keeps getting pushed that Paramore is downtown, making the main street part of something that's run by something on the other side of I-4, it's just more of the same uh, erasure of history. It's not what they need to do. And if you want to keep that a really cool historic district, uh, you need to give them a voice and oh, you need totally. to no, work agree. with the people who are there. I, agree. I mean, I can think of, I mean, we could probably think of 10 places that could be part of that district that, that could you know really help it out but it, it ought to be run by somebody who either like i said either lives there or owns a business there so we'll see that hasn't been announced yet i'm hoping like if i can cause enough of a stink before it's announced we because can make they're that change different. i mean once you cross i4 it, church street on the one side I, I can never remember the side the east side uh-huh. is different than church street on the west side yeah it just is but g- if you give it 10 years oh, well, and it's all might... like soccer geared venues which is what you're seeing a lot pop up along that corridor uh like that one that hasn't opened up yet but it has like a blues mural that's yes. gonna be across from chef eddie's chef eddie's and there's another space just up where the record shop was that's yes. gonna be something new uh but that's but but it being like a the same extension of church street that's what a, a district would would help sort of change and not change but guide i guess if you had your own district there but if you're all part of the one then yeah it might just be the same thing we can stay friends i was hoping you would agree with me all and right. you did good continue uh what was the other food thing we were going to talk about chicken fingers chicken fingers free chicken fingers. i feel like that should be a good cuss word ah chicken fingers <laughs> yeah if you're butternut chicken fingers eight years old <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, chicken fingers the coop is celebrating their fifth anniversary and uh to celebrate that they're going to be giving out free butternick butter milk <laughs> giant chicken fingers that was really hard from april 29th to may 3rd and if you're in the first hundred people you get something else for free i can't remember what it is how come the coop hasn't done the expansion that four rivers has you think i don't know i also think it's interesting that it's in a i'll stop (laughs) (laughs) that building was not being used though i mean to to be fair though they did a great job i don't remember that building anything southern inspired cuisine great yeah john rivers i'm a huge fan he's always very nice to me when i see him great guy they do okay apparently i mean always full of people years right always full of uh people good yeah good (laughs) 
I'm not really like a fry. I don't eat a ton of fried chicken, so I don't go there very often. They have great chicken and dumplings. Yes. Yeah, we're going but, there in a couple weeks. But I wonder weeks. why they haven't really expanded. Like, you don't that see concept, that concept? I don't know. Because people, I mean, people love chicken. You know what, John? I'm going to ask. You should. I'm going to ask John next time I see him. You should. And I don't know. Maybe it's not the same as barbecue, but I, 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 I wonder why that hasn't expanded anywhere else besides Winter Park. That sounds like a great ask bungalower. Let's see what happens. It could also be that they, they focus their energy and money on Four Rivers because they know it's a tried and true success. Wait, we were talking about Pizza Bruno, too. Oh, we? yeah. And we totally went off on a new tangent. So the reason we talked about Pizza Bruno is because they're leaving Orange County Brewers, right? Yeah, yeah. Leaving, left, guess leaving in gone? a week or so. Gone already? Maybe it's gone now? I don't think I ever even... I never even ate there. I don't know who the replacement is yet. I was supposed to have heard by now because someone's holding a secret. If you're listening out there, how dare you? Please call me now. I hate secrets. <laughs> uh, but it should be good when I'm hearing secrets yeah. will be good. Uh, Any reason why they just want to focus on other things? Business wasn't great enough to keep him there. Bruno Zucchini, the eponymous owner, uh, is opening a bagel Bruno concept in the new Foxtail in College Park. I'm looking forward to it. Close right to next, my house. Yeah, in the old uh, Hubbly Bubbly. Hubbly Bubbly. Which their sign's still on and the lights are still on, which blows my mind. Like, who's paying for that power? Foxtail <laughs> don't care. Foxtail don't care. They're all yeah. right. Uh, and then they're also opening Sanford. Slice. They're opening a Sanford location. Sanford, too, which I don't know Foxtail. much about. Foxtail is, yeah. yeah. But Bruno's is also opening a late night pizza place. By the slice in uh, Mills Fifty. When's Wally's opening? I mean, they're still working. They're working hard. That's a dud of a building. Like I don't understand. Money I mean, they were pit. open for fifty years. What do they need to redo? Just everything. I, I talked to when I talked to the new <laughs> owner, who was very nice. He was telling me how there was like water damage behind the wall with the wallpaper. So they, you know, he had to take some of it out to fix that wall and the ac on the top was completely ruined so the they roof to be okay was gone. for 50 years op- operating there i, uh, I don't well think, you're right <laughs> it, you keep the lights low enough nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> and you scrub enough of that nicotine off the walls you'll see what's wrong <laughs> which is exactly what happened um this new he's going to be doing a pop-up bruno zucchini but I didn't write when. May something, right? May 3rd? 10th? Seems right. 10th. May 10th. Thank you, buddy. I think I read your story. From, Believe I love it or you. not. I love you. 7 a.m. until 4 p.m., but I'll tell you, you'll run 7 out. 7 a.m.? 7 a.m. pizza at 7 a.m.? It's bagels. This is their bagel oh, concept. Right. Wow, I'm drunk. <laughs> pizza bagels? Pizza bagels, which he's calling Bruno. Is pizza bagels? Bruno Bites is what he's calling them, and the first 100 people get to try them. You know, when pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Yeah. According to the commercial. <laughs> bagel Bites. Is that, is that what you're talking yeah. about? Is that what you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Baldwin Park is getting a ER. Saw that. Full service ER. They call it Baldwin Park ER, but you know what? It's a it's little really on Baldwin Park adjacent. Yeah. It's like those people that build houses by Windermere, but they don't, they don't live in Windermere. And I should have called it the Baldwin Park adjacent ER instead should've. of Baldwin Park ER, but I didn't. I let them have it. But if you're dying and you need to go to an ER and you live in Baldwin Park, closest place to go. Full service, man. Everything you need right there. Uh, I think it's interesting because when you look at when Baldwin Park came on the market, 
it was like higher end upper middle class neighborhood right still kind of is right? what else is like that locally yeah but then like nona came and so there's like bigger oh. options oh you mean if i if this is this is a good conversation to have oh. like if you were somebody who is moving to orlando and this happens a lot i think people that move here and they're like all right my you know we have a doctor in the family and we have yep. a good amount of money where are we gonna move like where do we choose to move and i think a lot of people do pick to go to lake nona and right I think now? it's I think before maybe it was Baldwin Park. But I think now if you're like, Oh, I got, you know, a, a good chunk to spend. Our on producers house, are shaking their head and disagreement. They may shake their heads all they want because they don't live in Lake Nona <laughs> and they, they want right. to live downtown and it's cool and I get that. I'm not I'm not disagreeing. But I think I think if you're new to the area, that's where you pick that's where a lot of people pick to live. I mean, the schools are good out there. The houses are brand new. What, let's see. Let's see what this. What do you got to say, producer? I mean, I'm not saying I Horizons would. West is growing fast. No, he's right. No, no. So, so Scotty is 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 absolutely correct. Horizons we don't we West don't give the them other. names. We don't huh? name the producers, John. All right, well, we don't name them. <laughs> They're nameless voices in the void. But Horizons <laughs> West is another side. So west of Orlando and West Orange County, sort of along the 429, like that's a huge development area. And if you're new to Orlando and you're like, oh, where do I live? Like a lot of people are going to live there. I mean, but is that comparable to Baldwin Park? Like the quality of living? I don't think so. Baldwin Park was probably the thing, like you said, 10 years ago. You want a master plan community. If you want that, you're going to pay extra for a master plan community where you can walk everywhere. There's a school there. Nona is kind of a master plan. It is. is Yes, it is. And so in order, I think this is a smart thing for them to do because it helps them compete with the other like Nona's that are popping up. But I think Baldwin Park is filled in. They're not trying. They're not hurting to get people to live there. right? I don't know. Really? You know, when I first moved to Orlando, I I looked at Baldwin Park. Just like, not not like that. I was was too clean then. No, no. Even when I moved here, I was like, I would never live here. And now I'm like, (laughs) I can live here. (laughs) Like, everything's kind of walkable. That's what they kept telling us uh, when it opened. It was too clean. It was too clean. It was too cookie cutter, too Stepford, everybody said, Uh, right? Uh, People like that, though. But the planners behind it, they're like, man, just give it a couple years when it looks. Things have grown in. It gets dirty a little bit. I mean, Dan, Dan on Tom and Dan, he lives in Baldwin Park. He loves it. And he can just walk to his office. Walks to everything. Does he ever leave Baldwin Park? No, no? you don't have to. He cruises? Yeah. yeah. He cruises, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little jealous about that. <laughs> uh, we just put up our map of the bungalower, bungalower map of sunrail collisions that went up this week. <laughs> I didn't actually click on that, but I, I mean, I imagine there's a lot. Uh, there were a lot. I couldn't actually count all of them. I should, I, which is Did why I didn't say all of them from when they opened 2014 to like January. Wow. And then I slipped in the one that we just had to, where were the most at? Uh, there were f- actually, when you look at them, I was just trying to see if there were like points of concern. I feel like the hospital would be the most. No. Five at colonial. Oh, uh, okay. There's probably more traffic right? there. Five at. Ronald Reagan, North Ronald Reagan. Longwood. And four on Michigan. Those were the biggest. Really? Otherwise, it was pretty spread out. Oh, uh, you know, five. What's that been? Although. Six years? Five years? Yeah, five. All right. And then there were seven incidents between New York and Winter Park up to their station. So right. spread out. Well, 
first of all, I will defend Sunrail to the end because it's not their fault. I don't think it's Sunrail's fault at all. It's because people don't understand that, oh, you can't park on the tracks. <laughs> I did get in trouble for one of the icons I used. Oh, uh, was it like a crash symbol? It's like, well, it's it's like a chalk outline. No. For, oh, for uh, pedestrian deaths. There? Yeah. Oh. And I made it the same for pedestrian deaths and suicides. Oh. It's the same because it was a person without a... Ah. Right. I don't know. Were there a lot of how many? I don't know if you know the answer to this, Brendan. I assume that most of the deaths were suicides, or not? No. No. Were they were they pedestrian? Yeah. Like, and accidents? it's all alleged, right? Because they don't give you data with it or like the proof of why they're calling it a suicide. Yeah. Uh, like, arguably, if you saw that video of that woman oh recently in Colonial who pulled forward literally oh, that as was the train the was there. No, it was no, at Colonial, Colonial and uh, right at the I four. Yeah. And. Like, she must have seen it coming unless she was on her phone the whole time. And and I don't want to talk I smack. That video she's and I was in, like, all right, go, go. I was like, go, just go. Go. And then, and then finally she said, all right, I'm going to go. And, like, the second she went, but the she arms got hit by down a train. And, she did. But she literally could have went, like, Ugh. 40 seconds before the, that and not been hit. If she just, she must not have been looking up. Because if you just looked up, you'd see the other arm was down. Right? And so that's why I was like, could you say that that's a suicide? Like, I don't think well, you, you don't to, know if you, you have eyes motive. So it's yeah. hard. You can't say that. And that's, you don't you know, know the motives behind most of these. So it was an interesting, I'm glad <laughs> we did it. It was a bigger piece. <laughs> I made that map myself. Yeah. Really? Which I'm proud oh, of. Nice. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. You can do anything now. Cause there's apps. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if you want to see a map of the Sunrail collisions, go check it out. It's a 32 mile system, 16 stations. I thought it was more now. I think that's the total now. It's only 32, 32? even down to Kissimmee and, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Unless I got that wrong. 42? 32? No, 32. They're coming up. And you on know what? We said Sunrail three times, and here it comes again. They're co- it's like Beetlejuice. They're coming up on there. I did. I manifested it just like my life goals. Years. Seven years is when. Isn't. Brendan, isn't isn't seven years when they have to figure out like how they're going to pay for this thing? I think thing? it's 2021. Something like that. Uh, 23? Yeah. I don't 21. know. That's going to be an interesting year. Well, it's not. Uh, oh, it's an Amtrak that showed up. Oh. Thanks, Amtrak. Uh, it's not just they have to figure out how to pay for it. They're transferring ownership to, I don't know if it's just the city of Orlando, but it, it's leaving FDOT's purview. Yes. And I They all got to, like, chip in or at least... Partly chip in, right? Not really chipping in for links now, man. So I don't know how. That's yeah, crazy. And it doesn't pay for itself. No. No well, transit systems do. No transit do. does. And I, I, I hate that argument. When people are like, well, it loses so much money. Well, oh, like, I'm not arguing. I'm I know, just saying. But you see that online. You're like, oh, it loses so much money. Well, the New York City subway station loses money or subway system loses money, too. No, sort of. I don't think that that uh, I four makes any money. <laughs> I no. mean, they don't make any money there. So, like, but it will when we put in the Lexus yeah, lanes. Yeah. Well, no, it won't. Like, like roads don't make money. So, like, to use that argument is is crap, really. Oh, yeah. Is that the but beer talking I, or no, your but passion? I'm serious. I, I I hate when I see that argument because that's not what public transit's about. It's not about a money making thing. Uh, well, stop yelling at me. All right. <laughs> it's not my fault. Let's get in it. We only have a couple time moments for, right? Yeah. Let's take our time this time with our events. Arcadian Broad's Wonderland starts this weekend. I'm going to see show. it. I get to see it. It's his last show with the company. Yeah. Which they didn't renew his contract. I 
not a lot of talk about why. Yeah, they're very protective. Very much. They're clients of ours, and they won't tell me. You know, I, I've <laughs> met him. He's a he's a great guy. Young, 22, Composed 23. and choreographed everything for this oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, actually, and, and I actually sent him a message not that long ago. Like, what hey. kind of message? No, I sent Slashes him, tires? No, no, no. After, no, no, no. <laughs> After they they sort of said, "Hey, we're not we're not going to continue doing stuff with you," I sent him a message. I said, "Look, like there's a whole world out there. Like you're very talented. Like yeah. you're gonna you'll be fine. Like don't worry about it." And he it. was like, "I know." He didn't even send me a message back. Yeah. Too busy for me, but it's fine. Yeah. But but <laughs> but but that's a good point. Like look, like you're young. You've lived. He's from Titusville. He's always been with Orlando. Maybe he thought he would do this for twenty years, but. He'll be fine. Like he, I he heard a rumor. Well, I heard he can, a rumor he's with Cincinnati Ballet. I was gonna say he can literally apply to anywhere and probably be okay. He was accepted into. There was a, like a movie. What is it? Some production of West Side Story, the movie, the uh-huh. new remake. Yeah, he was gonna be in it, and then he like pulled out so he could do this show. I really, think. yeah. You know, I, I've always liked him. He's a very nice guy, and and Cincinnati, Cincinnati, like they have good, they have good established performing arts there. Symphony, ballet, like all that stuff. So he'll be all right. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, Z Asian Vietnamese Kitchen is now in soft opening at 1830 East Colonial. Good. That's like the one that moved into the old Scientology I like space. That. I like that. Bomb me place that was there. I, like I thought too. they had good sandwiches. I'm ready for that French bomb me place. Uh, what's it called? Paris. Paris bomb me. Yeah. Next to Snap. Yeah. Which we're about to talk about. They're There's gonna have a jazz photography thing. I might be there. All right, I, I'll be there. All right, yeah, I might go tomorrow. Today. <laughs> uh, Super Rico Colombian Bistro is closed for renovations because they took over that space next door whole thing they are building out good doubling in size good. and they're really nice i like them good. And, and they're fans of bungalore so they must be cool uh the aids walk is this saturday 7 30 a.m to 10 30 a.m at lake eola free but you know donate some money if you want it it's one of the biggest walks in town yeah Mm-hmm. because those gays show up the run for the trees 5k is happening saturday as well also at 7 30 a.m it starts at showalter field and it goes all the way to the genius preserve have you been there john the genius preserve no this is the video that i wanted you to edit for me because <laughs> i shot it on my phone and couldn't splice it all together and i needed you to do it but i took a tour not too long ago it is a privately run preserve located on the eastern side of Lake Virginia from Rollins College. Uh, it used to be open to the public, but somebody shot a peacock with a crossbow in 1987, so they shut it down. Mm. And now it only opens up to the public once a year. Really? And it happens to be for this event, run through the trees, run for the trees. Uh, it's really cool. Old Florida orchard, oranges, um, uh, there's an orange packing plant with it has like everything in it. So if you wanted to start packing oranges, you could like it's everything is there. It's beautiful. Really, really cool opportunity for people to go out and see this property. Cool. Again, that's on Saturday. Oh my gosh, we're out of time. 
uh, macrame mama is tying stuff up on a fence behind 1010 Brewing on the or- Orlando Urban Trail. The third Florida Puerto Rican parade is happening at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center at 11 a.m. Uh, the Winter Park Paintout is having a garden party at Palashek, 6 to 9 p.m. Over 200 paintings produced by plein air painters throughout the week. $50 to get in. It's going to be super fun. Barley and Vine is having their fifth anniversary, 1 to 9 p.m. Live music and Breckenridge on tap. Community Chug starts it off at 1 p.m. Science of Wine, 7 p.m. at Orlando Science Center. And there's an art stroll by the Downtown Arts District Saturday at Bloomingdale's Millennia. That's it. Go check it out. It's free. Love it. We'll see you guys next week.